Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Total Villains Podcast. I'm Billy and as always I'm joined by George. How are you doing my friend? I'm good, mate. I I seem to be saying it a lot recently, but we won again. We're going to get nice, isn't it? Yeah, it is nice. I'm feeling good. I'm having a nice, chilled-out day. You know, we just honestly, I've just relaxed. I'm feeling. I'm. It's a good mindset, right? How are you? How How are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm very good after the weekend result. Um, referees still annoy me, but. That's that's a well, topic for a, they're always going to do so. It's like yeah. referees, uh, international breaks, all of the above annoy Billy Powell, and there's that's nothing correct. we can do to stop it. <laughs> you know, importing better referees would be a start, but as as I say, that's a topic for another podcast. <laughs> definitely, anyway. mate, definitely. So we got our second win under Mr. Steven Gerrard. How did you think the game went? I mean, I was working for the while well, the game was on, but I, I've caught the highlights. And, oh, you uh, didn't watch the game, did you? I forgot you told me before the no, thing. Like, you I couldn't watch literally it told you about five minutes ago that I did not watch the full game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hold on, we've got to keep this together. Right, so... Yeah, we, we one minute. You know, we had, <laughs> we had, um, we didn't have as much of the ball as I expected. I think just judging off the face of it, um, but like looking how we played, we were combative. We were good in transition. We were exciting. I thought, you know, I'm not saying we weren't in the Brighton game, but like it, it was a very good performance. I think Martinez had a good game. I think he could have done better with the consolation goal scored by Mark Gway. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, John McGinn looked brilliant, uh, like a man possessed. Um, I saw a tweet saying that Stephen Gerrard's going to turn John McGinn into a, one of the elite Premier League midfielders, and to an extent, I see the point, and I, 
I can get on board with Mate, it. It's he, gonna happen. He's, he's turning marvelous in the camber into one of the elite players. I mean, that was what I was going to get on to. Marvelous in the camber. What a bloody player! I think we all knew he had he had his place in the team. We've right? spoken about but, it on on here before, haven't we? Marvelous yeah. Nakamba is a fantastic footballer. The only thing that oh, he, has he let did. him down previously is his passing ability or lack of. Um, mm-hmm. However, recently since Gerrard's come in, he just looks a lot more composed on the ball. He's playing that simple pass and. The way, just the way he breaks up the opponent's attacks has been crucial for us. So yeah, I have to admit how he got his yellow on Zahar was a lovely sight to see. He was a real creature. <laughs> I really wanted. Uh, I was hoping Wilfred Zahar would lose his rag at it, but yeah. which is another crap decision. You know, <laughs> we want to get on to the crap referees. The fact that he didn't play advantage on that moment oh, was a bit of a let off for us. Horrendous. Yeah, it well, was massive because Gallagher was through, wasn't he? He was about to he was, unleash the shot he probably and was gonna... most probably score with his record this season. But yeah, um, no, that was the only one thing, the only thing that um, Nakamba did bad pretty much all game, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought for the for the first half anyway, we were particularly very, very good. We were really unfortunate not to have gone in at least two goals up. In my opinion, we had we should have had a penalty. The first one on Watkins when Milivojevic dangled his leg out. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't um, seen that one, no. For me, it was a certain penalty. However, okay. Ref Watch and Dermot Gallagher disagreed with, <laughs> with me there, <laughs> um, believe it or not. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, we was we was unfortunate. I felt sorry for Watkins all day. I tweeted this out. Um, it just didn't feel like it was his day at all. Um, the ball just couldn't stick for him, and I did feel sorry because there was a lot of things that he did good for us. Um, yeah, I thought like from what I read, I thought Watkins he looked lively, definitely. I, I oh, very yeah. To your point though, because I was I was reading. I think I read Ashley Priest's um. The player ratings, he was like, it wasn't quite his day. Like, he, it was a bit of an off day for him, and he, he'll be kicking himself a little bit. But from what the I thing thought, is, it, was... it wasn't so much an off day, if you like. He had a very, very good game. The ball just wasn't mm. wanting to stick to him. It, it just the ball wasn't falling for him. And it was, yeah, yeah. It was so frustrating to watch. And you, I just felt sorry for him at the end of the game because he could quite easily have had a goal or two. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it was I just mean, that. that... There was one that I saw where he's where um McGinn puts across and is very wildly deflected and then I can't remember who the centre half is. Was it Joel is it Joel yeah. Ward, I think? It was uh, Tompkins so who left it and then Joel Ward cleared it eventually. Right. I if Watkins hadn't like shifted back for the original yeah. cross, he probably would have had a tap in the back post. But I mean I'm just very much looking at his numbers, right? You know, just just a bit of research. I'm reading off the screen. It's not really research. Uh, no shots, unfortunately, for him. Uh, 45 times one, which is sort of uh, at the higher end of the team. Certainly 21 pressures as well. Like He led the team for pressures, which you kind of expect with how we're playing on the front foot. Made four yeah. blocks as well, which is, you know, third mm. behind cash and target. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. two shot creating actions, though. So, like, you, although it's not really... you got the the shot side out of him and the chances like he's he put a shift in clearly yeah like he, he was he was very good and like i say it just didn't fall for him at, 
at the attacking end, if you like, mm. which is what Ollie Watkins is there to do. But yeah, like you, like you pointed out with the stats there, putting a proper, proper shift all day. And I, he has these days though, doesn't he? Yeah, he really like, does. Where he, he does. works his bollocks off, right? And But he's still integral to the performance, whatever happens. But then the nice thing now is, you know, with a, in that game with a goal from a fullback and it, in Matt Target and John McGinn surging forward and on a mission... Like, they're the players you need to step up on those instances where yeah, maybe definitely. last season, especially the back end of the season when Biscuit Shins was out injured, right? That you've got, like, if Watkins wasn't having a good day, we weren't really scoring too much. Mm. We weren't scoring much anyway, but do you know what I mean? You've yeah, got more players contributing yeah. now, uh, which is nice to see. And, he, yeah, he's key for the transition. You, you can get a quick ball out to him. You can get him down the channels. You can get him to hold the ball up. Mm. And if you, you, like, clear the ball up a channel... Watkins is there to either force them back again with the press or like, yeah, he he's in, integral and yeah. he's, he's going to have these days. I don't think you get worried at it. I got a bit annoyed that I he got me, he blanked for me on FPL, but I'm not even going to go into that this week. <laughs> week right? so, big red arrow for Watkins you, was it? <laughs> I think it, it was sizable, but you know, I'm, I'm li- the problem is I'm losing grip on you, mate. And the very little <laughs> grip I had, I think I'm like 80 points behind you now, which is tragic. So it's tragic it's for not you. Good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, get getting back onto Vela. Um, Mr. Ashley Young had his performance last week rewarded with a start today. Today, sorry, at the weekend against Palace. Yeah, I'm going to say, we're not playing until tomorrow, <laughs> uh, Wednesday now. <laughs> he is now our top assister ever in the Premier League, 42 assists over his period with us. Mm-hmm. How good is he? <laughs> How oh, good just... is Ashley Young at the age of 36? <laughs> How good <laughs> could one man possibly be? <laughs> Bella, I think you you already know how good I think he is. After I sent you voice notes of me belting out the Ashley Young song last night. Come on, like, we need he's... a rendition of it. We need a rendition oh, of no, it. Oh, no, no, I can't do it on my own, mate. You've got to do it with me. <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, so we'll, we'll save that for when he scores. If he we'll scores. We'll save it for when he scores. You know, there we go. we'll save it for then. But Ashley Young, I mean, I called it. If, we might as well slip these in now. I got 11 out of 11 on the squad prediction again. You know, I, 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 I think he's fucking good of... in all honesty. <laughs> um, I think this game against City is going to... This think, is a tough one. It's, it's going to be a tough call to, for the lineup, but um Yeah, it is. Anyway, let's get back to the Palace game. <laughs> Austin McPhee. Oh, what, with legend. That, with, with the goal, with our first goal... From the corner, obviously the one that made Ashley Young the top assist a sister. Is it a sister? <laughs> it is a sister. Or you well in in the Premier League you have top scorer and you what's the other award? Is it the top creator one? They actually call I'm it. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Like, how, they they've done a, like a golden golden boot equivalent for it now after yeah. last season. Yeah, I think it's the the creator award they call it. So it's top creator, creator award, I guess. I don't top know. Top creator. All right. Yeah, someone like Austin, that. Anything. So Austin McPhee, what what do you think? Looking looking at that, for for me, I think that Austin McPhee's plan. I assume it was Austin McPhee's plan. Mm. I think with Crystal Palace conceding the most goals by far from set pieces and corners this season, mm-hmm. 
I think our game plan there was to just confuse them. Right. Just, Why have you got five like players at the front post and five players at the back post with no one in the middle? It's like, what, what is going on here kind of thing? But, uh, that's, yeah. that, that's just how it seemed to me anyway. It was like, just go out there and confuse them because they will have been working on set pieces. It just was something different them. to usual, wasn't it? It was very like, different, yeah. And I, um, the, what was nice about it was uh, Mings goes up with the header, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and, you know, if Mings had got on the end of that and scored, you would have thought, oh, that's a good set piece anyway. But mm. what happens is, because he's made the run, but he's not even got the header, he wasn't far away from it, to be fair, but mm. you've got multiple possibilities from that ball going in. And Forge has come to Matt Targu very calmly has brought the ball down and just, I mean, he has just yeah. hit it. Like, he's not... <laughs> he's not placed it, has he? No, he's just hit it, right? And it's gone in, and you just think, mm. fucking hell, that's good. That's a really good start. Like, Matt Targu's first goal in over two years as well, by the way. Yeah. I imagine it was the Brighton game. It was. Uh, was the Brighton game, the last-minute winner. Um but yeah, it was it was nice to see variation on it. But I think I I just want to say about this. Obviously, with Dean Smith and Craig Shakespeare leaving, uh, we for a few days we were quite up in arms about oh in not in in the dark about um Austin McPhee and Neil Cutler's positions and whether they're stay on oh, Aaron Danks. Aaron Danks, yeah, as well, yeah. And I think you know if they had gone because obviously Steve Jones brought in his own men as well, it would have been strange. But I think it's interesting to see that these guys have been recruited and they have stayed because they like all of them have got a good reputation from yeah. outside the club like you could speak to a lot of Premier League goalkeepers I mean even Ben, ben Foster we've mentioned on the, his podcast before yeah. like they they did did it with Neil Cutler and he has such a high rep from just goalkeepers in general Aaron Danks like mm. worked at the FA and has a, a big rap uh, a good reputation did he, he worked at Anderlecht as well did he with um, um I believe uh, th- yeah. I think he did. I think so. I'm not one hundred percent sure. To be honest, I think he worked at Anderlecht. Um, I, you know, don't quote me on it. There's one. Um, but yeah, like they've obviously been able to have this high reputation from wherever, and you know they've mm. been allowed or allowed to stay on. Like they've been asked if they want to stay on, and they are, and they're delivering on it as well. So you you saw Austin McPhee's celebration when we scored. Yeah. Like he was loving it. So all, he, he loves all, he loves set pieces, he does, doesn't he? He, he really does, does he love set does. pieces. They call him the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's the first goal done and dusted. Bosch yeah. Villa one nil up. Where should we go next? I think we should continue the first half and just say how unfortunate we were what? not to not to go in by more than one. At half time, I think we were really unfortunate. I thought we played some beautiful football, particularly in that first half. And then the second half, I don't know what Patrick Vieira said, but the Palace players just seemed a lot more up for it. Um, yeah. I think we kind of sat back and they pinned us back for large parts of that second half. And it did get very nervy at times, especially when they're capable of bringing on the likes of Eze. I know it was his first game back in. God knows yeah. how long. However, he's one of those players, isn't he, as a who can just produce something from nothing. So oh, definitely. Like, he, there's some very nervous. The fact, the fact that they had Elise Benteke, who we all know what a, what a guy Benteke is. 
Love the. He's love such a good bloke. bloke, right? He's such he a good really bloke. Is. He didn't want to score against the Villa. Exactly. Again, this is why I again. love him even more. He thought, <laughs> not today. Not today. But, uh, but getting back to my point, there you've got Elise, Benteke, Zaha, and um, Eze. That that three of Elise, Zaha, and Eze behind Benteke, they can just produce something out of nothing. Oh but yeah, I they did fantastically to keep them out. I was surprised that they bought Zaha off for uh, Edward. I've got to be honest with you. Odson Edward, like another brilliant player. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was very nervy at times, but we defended brilliantly. Stephen Gerrard pointed it out in his interviews that we really had to dig deep, and we did, and we came out. And then in the 85th minute, we got that got that goal that pretty much secured it. And what a goal it was! I thought the substitutions oh, combining for it. El Ghazi and Buendia, fantastic piece of work between them two. Um, and then oh, what a finish to to finish it off. Oh, it was it was delightful. It, it, it really delightful. was. <laughs> and then what a celebration as well. <laughs> That's getting clipped. You gotta pull it out. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pull it out, aren't you? I was waiting you know? for you to do it first, but it's too funny, so I'm not doing it now. <laughs> the problem was, I was really awkward with these headphones on. If I take, if I take them up, they look... That's better. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was um, a goal befitting of the player, though, and the performance oh, he had on, it on Saturday. Absolutely. One thing, I I pointed it out to my dad, because he was back in the UK, actually, for this week, um, unable to watch the game. Managed to see the goal, though. And... Do you think, right, under Dean Smith, do you think El Ghazi takes a shot on there instead of laying it off? Because I, I, I don't know. This is probably just me overthinking things. And you might be. I, I, but I do see, I I am, do see your point. If I am, I, I completely understand why you what would say that I am. What we can do is we can but, clip this, Bill, and it can go on the Twitter and we can put a poll in there. Poll, we will do. There we, we will go. Do. We will do. So, hello, Easy. Twitter. That Elgar, the for the McGinn goal under Dean Smith, does Alwar El Ghazi take that shot on instead of lay it off? George, what do you think? Uh, you know what, mate? I think it's hard. I think it's hard. In I think short, I'm just over. I think I'm just overthinking it. To be honest with you, I'm going to say in short, no. But I see from the position. But I think there's too many bodies there, even for El Ghazi. Do you know what yeah, I mean? El, El Ghazi does it all the time, or did it all the time. He would take a shot on there. It doesn't mm. matter what time in the game it is, whether we're winning, whether we're losing, whether we're drawing. El Ghazi takes a shot on there nine times out of ten under Dean Smith. Now, I don't like I say, I think I'm probably just overthinking it. However, it begs a question. The, the question is there to be answered. And the well, only that's man... it. We can't answer it. We've got to take yeah. it. We've got to take it to the, the people. The people can let us we know. <laughs> you see? But even like, so, fantastic finish. And it, it was, was a oh, it was... decision in the end. It definitely was the correct decision. Yeah. But so, it was... Should we just touch on the... There was limbs. There was, there was bodies flying around. Oh, after everywhere. that it was it was raucous right it was and then i mean i, I was kind of not paying attention because i was working but like the 95th minute goal 
didn't it, it was just chill i don't know what it was like watching it i'm sure you 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 probably had quite a lot of nerves even at 2-0 bill but yeah. i mean I was at 2-0 okay. in the 95th minute it was almost like oh thank god we've we've got this win it's over mm. it's over kind of thing and then they yeah. go on and score and now they scored just as it turned 95 so they, was it five minutes a, added time? It was six minutes added time. Six minutes added time. Oh, six God. minutes added time. So you had that minute plus roughly 30 seconds for what they add on for the celebrations and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you mean. There's a minute and a half to hold on. And this is, this is when I get nervous. Saying that, we they didn't have another attack after that. We held it brilliantly in our half. Um, there was a chance for El Ghazi, I think, from memory to take on a shot or across it, but he just kept it in the corner, which is a very non-El Ghazi thing to do. Well, <laughs> I just want to touch on the goal because I saw I saw a video yesterday of um, Emmy Martin very annoyed at himself. Yeah. Steve Jarrah sort of not not consoling him, but sort of having a word with him, saying don't don't worry because yeah. he probably should have done better with the goal. I think we can we can agree that. Yeah, but and but I think the defenders equally could do better. Just just getting that little bit tight. I think that he was. But then again, it was it was a, little bit too a very awkward kind of placing yeah, it, of it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was kind of scuffed. It was quite like you're not expecting the guy at the front post to get on the end of it, I guess, as well. No. I don't, I don't like, know. Yeah, it, it was oh, just a very. It just it came was, out of nowhere, I suppose. Really, yeah, I think it was nice of Steam Jared to sort of go. Don't don't worry, like the game's won. It's done now. Yeah. You might be annoyed like, at yourself. Enjoy, but we'll enjoy keep the working win. on it. <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah, you've and I think, it. But I think what annoyed what probably annoyed Amy Martinez more was the fact that Steven Gerrard loves or he said you need to keep clean sheets. And that's mm-hmm. that and well, then yeah. there will always be a base to build on. If you're keeping yeah. clean sheets and keeping the ball out of the net, there don't is always lose football going matches. To- Exactly. Thank you, Michael Owen. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I think, I think, I honestly think that is what got Martinez's back up most. It was like, oh, well, we yeah. should have kept a clean sheet there. There was no reason for that goal yeah. to go in. We should have kept a clean sheet there. And, but I, <laughs> Gerard, I, I can't remember what, I don't know who was talking to or what, but there was the cameras panned, panned onto him with like 95 minutes and like 45 seconds or something like that mm. and he's looking towards martinez or the defense and he just went i don't care i don't care so i don't know whether he's just like if yeah i guess at that like, point you got well, to just don't sake, kind of the, thing the, like the, yeah the i goal. think it was like i don't care just don't lose the game <laughs> yeah don't draw it don't let it slip Oh, yeah. that's, that's sorry. I shouldn't shouldn't be saying that if we're talking about Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> I, I, you know, he's managing now. We oh, can't do this. No, but that that was. I didn't even mean that. I didn't even mean it. I just slipped um, out. Steady on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Billy, because you were watching the game, did you see what the attendance was in the? Uh, I didn't live. However, Fot Mob, fantastic app. If you want to sponsor us, please do. <laughs> Um, I got it up on there about five minutes after the game. Right. The attendance predictions, we were both quite a way off. Were we? Now, it, 
We were. It smashed Palace's home record attendance of the season by oh. some considerate margin. Now, I don't know what it was before this. However, I just know that it okay. smashed it. Right. So I predicted 24,374. <laughs> you predicted 24,558. Now, you were closer again. However, mate, the I'll official attendance was 25,203. Meaning... Now, I've got it up on my spreadsheet. I can't remember what the exact differences was because my mathematical head just isn't that advanced. However, right. I out of the total, okay. I'm a difference of 1390 off. Yeah. You are 807 and that's including the Palace game and the Brighton that game. Is- that's pretty massive already. Two games in, mate. I must say it is. It is very big. I'm just However, waiting for you to throw the towel. The towel in two weeks. The, in. Look, the towel is not being thrown in. You know, we're Tyson Fury over this over here. We will go until the end, and we will not be beaten. <laughs> I, was, I was about to quote John Fury. Then go. I will bet every pound I've got. <laughs> Every pound I've got. Every pound I've got. Just as long as you don't bring up what he said in the head of the Jake Paul fight. Oh. Anyway. He was barking mad, wasn't he? He was. So you are a considerable way ahead. We'll come back to that in a bit. We're recording this on Monday afternoon. On Wednesday, we have league leaders... No, not league leaders. They're second, I think, in the league at the minute. Manchester City. Now, yeah. my view, I've said it on the screamers, for the top three, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, They, as long as they're not playing each other, they're going to beat anyone in the league. And it's a, it's a massive shock if they don't. It's like mm-hmm. the Chelsea game this weekend when they drew to United. I wasn't expecting that. I've got to be honest. I thought Chelsea were going to wipe mm-hmm. the floor with them. They just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And I'm going to be honest with you, I, I'm not optimistic for this game at all. The, saying that, one point I do want to bring up is before the Brighton game, they had two losses all season. We made it three. Before the Crystal Palace game, they had two losses all season. We made it three. Manchester City currently sit on two losses. Now, Billy, I thought we were predicting a, games. There's a theme going here. Now, I'm not giving any predictions away. Mm. <laughs> I'm not giving any predictions. However, I'm just saying that there's a theme. Steven Gerrard, <laughs> since coming in, has beaten teams with only two losses before we played them. Correct. My question to you is, can he do it again? Hmm. He could. Plain and simple, we could. He could. Football's, a, football's a very funny game. Football, you know, I'm not making predictions. We could, you know, I feel, I don't say optimistic at all because I'm not, I am I feel good going into the game. You know, the, yes, Man City are a good team. They were, they look very good at the weekend. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not predicting it at all. We don't do that. <laughs> but why not? We've won two in a row. Confidence is high. There's a short, short turnaround to the next game. We're at home under the lights. Let's yeah. just feel good about going into it. Whatever happens, happens. 
I feel confident Absolutely. that the performance will be there, whatever. The mm-hmm. result at this point is like, well, the result will be the result. The performance will be there. Yeah. You know, how we're going to play. We mentioned, I've mentioned it before. We've mentioned it before. That's all I want. As long as we go out there yeah. and we perform and we work our socks off, that's all that you can ask for, especially against a team like Man City. Um, another thing I do want to point out is, I don't know if you've already seen it, Emmy Martinez's interview on Villa TV. That I haven't seen it today, no. Well, halfway through that, he said, we've beaten Liverpool. We've beaten Chelsea. Oh, yeah. I we've beaten Arsenal twice. We've beaten Spurs. The only one that's United. missing, and Manchester United, the only one that's missing is Manchester City. missing Man United to start with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've not beaten Look, City. Next up, th- we could quite easily make it. Well, I'm not going to say quite easily because it's never easy. It's never easy. Man City are not easy. I'll take that back. Man City is never easy. However, we could... I'd say we've got about a 5% chance of it, mind, but we could beat Man City to complete the top six since coming back into the Premier League, which is quite something. Mm. It really would be something. It would. I'm not sure. But whatever happens. happens. I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm I'm often honest. I'm always honest. I don't think we're going to beat them. I think we'll be very lucky to get a draw out of them. I think they'll beat us. And it... It pains me to say it. Obviously, it does. Going very, very, very close to the line of of predicting the result and score here, mate. I'm not. I'm not. I must say anything. I'm not predicting anything. You're dipping your toe in a little bit. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm just looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward. Slightly less Kate. I'm just excited to see Miller again. Yeah, I, do, I, I understand I that. However, I'm not looking tie. forward. I'm. I never look forward to playing Manchester City. But the only possible hope of beating Man City would be having Phil Foden out, Biscuit Shins out, and Kevin De Bruyne out. Now, Kevin De Bruyne, I think, today or tomorrow is out of COVID isolation. Phil Foden wasn't in the team and neither was Biscuit Shins. However, they still put a performance against a very, very good West Ham side. Yeah, they did. That's what Man City do. And I'm very, very scared. <laughs> Although I've resigned to the fact that we're going to lose already. I've got to be honest. Yeah. You, you seem a bit speechless. Like we just get, well, it just feels like we, we're like, City are good. We like the Villa at the moment, but City are very good. Whatever happens, happens. Performance should be there. Like, so if you were to pick a team that could beat Manchester City, who would you pick? Now, this is a very good question. I thought that segue was fucking brilliant, by the way. I won't go that what? far. I won't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> it was decent at best. <laughs> My lineup for this game same back five as always Martinez, Cash Cons, and Mings target. Oh, this is. This is a tough one. This really is a tough one. I've got to go to Cameron McGinn. I'm gonna go Douglas Louise as well. Now okay. this is this is the one thing for me that I'm not sure we'll do. Um but it it's That's very bold, fifty That's really it is, bold. It's, it's very fifty fifty from me. I think I just think we'll go a little bit more defensive against them. Although I don't know if that's Gerard's okay. kind of style, if you know what I mean. Louise came on against Palace and he wasn't very good. He gave the ball away a few too many times for my liking. Um, okay. 
But I just think against Man City, we'll, we'll go a little bit more defensive. Um, I don't know. Um, and then, So I'm going to go Douglas Louise over Jacob Ramsey, who I think has been superb. He probably has deserved his place to start against Man City. However, like I say, I just feel like he is going to go a little bit more defensive. Um, and then up front, I think he's going to go a bit more defensive as well. I think we're going to have Ashley Young, Ollie Watkins and Emmy Buendia. I can get on board with the front three. And I, you know, I'm working my way through it. I think that back eight, right, stays the same as it has been the last two games. I don't think Ramsey loses his spot at all. I think Ashley Young's going to start. Watkins is going to start. Like, this is the one I'm hung up on. I'm, I didn't see much of Bailey, obviously, because I've not... What did you think of Leon Bailey at the weekend? Just just in, in a few seconds. He was, he was good, de- or...? Yeah, decent. He had glimpses again. However, I just think he didn't press it maybe as much as what I would have liked him to do. Okay. What I would have expected him to do under Gerard, And that's probably why I think Emi Buendia will start, just because he gives you a bit more energy in that running and the pressing kind of thing. And I think if you get at Man City's back line and pressure them, into making a mistake, mm-hmm. then I think that's probably the best way to beat them. By doing that, you will obviously open up gaps, though, and they can also exploit that. So it's very risky. However, I just think, for me personally, I think when deal with his energy and with his pressing abilities, I think he will be in there. Um, fair enough. Uh, I think, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stay unchanged. I'm going to keep it unchanged. You know, another win, I'd say a better performance than the Brighton game. Um, And I think that it says a lot for stability. And for a player like Leon Bailey, yes, Buendia did a nice little bit bit of work for the second goal. But I think a player like Leon Bailey, who's, what, had two starts in a Villa shirt, Mm -hmm. maybe? Something like that. I think there's a lot to be said for keeping the same team. And I'm going to go with that. I'm going to die on the hill of an unchanged team. Three days later, I think I'd agree. I wouldn't go be. I certainly wouldn't no? be disappointed with that. Um, I just think I don't know. This is probably just my mind playing it a little bit safer. Um, yeah, no, no, I do understand because I you could almost like I nearly thought El Ghazi could play. El Ghazi is quite a mm. disciplined player, you know. All right, I think he's he's definitely had lapses in the past defensively tracking back. Yeah, but at the same time, like he's a guy playing for his place now mm. like with a new coach yeah i also see what what you're saying as well i think um stability and keeping that same unchanged 11 there's something definitely behind it and i think we i think we need to one thing that i always see is like man city chelsea liverpool one thing that they all have in common is they all have their own way of playing and yeah. they never change that way of playing, no matter who they're up against. They will play the same way, no matter what. And I don't think we'll play very differently because this is what I mean. I don't how the two games at, are gone with the yeah. possession, like it lends itself very similarly to how we've done before. Yeah, and this is that's that's why I also agree with with your side um, that we could just be. I don't know. You saw it last season as well. Those first. Those for that start that we had, we had an incredible start last season, and 
the team was virtually unchanged for like five or six, maybe seven games. I can't yeah, quite like remember. It picked itself. Um, and if you get into that mould, the play, the players, the the bonds between the players, they're all going to get to know each other brilliantly as well. You know, do you know what I'm trying to say? I think that back five anyway have a fantastic connection. It's the same back five the last last season and this season. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's certainly going to be an interesting one. I I wouldn't really say I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I am looking forward to seeing the Villa again. I am glad it's a midweek game. I love midweek games. Um, bring it on. So yeah, seriously, just bring it on. Why not? On. I'm not scared about any game at the moment. Whatever happens, happens. I like, I, I, I would like to see time. us win personally. I would like to see us win. I'd love it. But this, <laughs> no, but this is it. Right? If we go and lose it, there's a game in a few days' time. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it's, with with the we're manager, into the festive period now. Like football is constant. There's yeah. no international breaks. Nothing. Oh, right? Just just that like, phrase. There's no international do you know what I mean? breaks. It, it does something. You know how many how many games have we got now? But between now and New Year, like it's about nine. Let's get into it. it. Something. Let's bring all the football on. Mm-hmm. As David Mitchell said in that sketch, right? All the football, everywhere, every day. One of the many games of football going on in this bloody month and a bit, right? It's all happening. And in this month and a bit, we play Liverpool, Man City and Chelsea. <laughs> bring it on, Billy. Seriously, just bring it on. Absolutely. Right? I, I, no, I, I, on. I do agree. I do agree. Bring it on. In the words of George yeah. Pro Copper, bring it on, dude! Like, <laughs> so what? Do you know what I mean? Football, Villa, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, moving on. There is, as always, now the predictions. Now we've predicted the lineup. We semi-predicted how the game's going to go. Okay, it's now time for the attendance. The big one. Okay, I'm getting the, pen the big ready. one. I'm getting the pen and the board ready. I've, I know last, what I'm going for. Last time out at Villa Park, it was 41,925. I'll come to you first. What are you saying? Hold you it up. to reveal number by number? Go on, reveal number by number. Oh, put the, I put a comma in the wrong place. Of course you did. Four. Four. One. Not 41. <laughs> 41,800. 41, I know we're going to I'm going 41,800. I've done a little bit 41, of research. 41,800. Right? Yeah, it's sold out. Yeah, it's Man City, right? But it's not going to be as high as some of the games we had this season. You're looking at your Brentfords, your Everton's, right? There's, mm-hmm. I've done my research. I'll probably end up being wrong, right? But it's a night game. It's a stupid 8-15 kickoff. So... <laughs> Eight fifteen. Yeah. You know, so that's it. Forty one thousand eight hundred. No funny numbers in between, keeping it somewhat vague. What are you <laughs> going for, Bill? You know what? I am gonna go for lower than that. Oh. I am going to go for lower than that. My thinking behind this is similar kind of thing to last last week, um, which didn't really work out very well. However, okay. You know, you've got first off, it's against Man City. I must say, what I've it's, gone for, right, before you predict it, 
is the yeah. lo- would be the lowest attendance Villa have had all season. Right. I've got wow. the attendance that, right. That, that has that, changed you know, things. Wow. I can you know I, I, but I've won no, two I'm weeks stick. in a row, Bill. Do you want do you want some numbers? I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick to my guns. I am gonna okay. stick to my guns. It's a night game, it's Man City. Okay. What does that mean? Freezing cold, probably not gonna win. You know? If Yeah, no, I'm I'm on board with it, but we won it, two games in a row. Yes, go we on. We have, but you know, people rushing home from work, you know, to get to get to the games, go to the pub. They they could a lot of them probably will go, right, we've got Man City now. Come on, get me down, get a few beers get the down bad, there. Get the badge in, get the pints down, all all that stuff. Exactly. The Adidas on me on me shoes, on me feet even. <laughs> However, I just think I don't know, this I'm probably gonna be very wrong. My track record is that I will be very wrong. However, the weather conditions as well. If it's another snowy one, that could stop some fans. Should unfortunately, be warming up in the next few days. It should not be not warm. Word. It's like, yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me find the sort of you know what. Let me get the weather app up. Let me let me give go this far. Uh, okay, Wednesday. Not saying it's warm at all. Okay, we're we're looking at four degrees. We're not, you know, we're not. But it's going up. It's going to be like eight in the day. So yes, it's going to be cold, but it's not going to be, you know, as cold as it has been the last couple of days here. Like if I look outside, I shut the curtains, but there's snow on the grass. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's been so, cold. So I am going to go for forty-one thousand six. Oh, he's playing close. And seventy-one. Oh, he's oh he's gone with that, right? Because there is no way we can draw this six hundred and which I like. There is no way that we can draw this. No, that's why you've done it. It is because if someone comes out with ah, maths, something in the middle, <laughs> it's not even that hard because six hundred seventy-one and eight hundred, like it would be. No, I'm you not even thinking about it. it. Anyway. Yeah. Unless You're probably going to be closer. To Unless half a person goes to the game for the first time ever. That'd be something. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. It's, have you got anything else to add, mate? No, mate. I Literally, just up the villa, bring it on. Whatever happens, happens. But why not? <laughs> Let's go and try and beat them. Like, it'd be great, wouldn't Definitely, it? Definitely, yeah. It, it would yourself. be great. And uh, I think should should a certain person be there, whether he's in hospitality or whether he's down on the pitch. I hope it's a very hot style atmosphere for him. And I hope he doesn't enjoy it one single bit. However, thank you everyone for listening. It's been a pleasure as always, mate, to talk all things Aston Villa over the past week. Even better after a win. However, there's a tough game coming up. Here's hoping we get three point, another three points, even another a point I'd take. Points. It's like DJ Khaled now. Another one. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> In sync, that one. That was, that, what a way to end the pod there. Thank you everyone for listening. Superb. Cheery bye and up the villa. Cheery bye and up the villa. Let's go. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Podcast Network. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.